Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. <laughs> I've got some interesting stuff for you today. A lot of fuss is made of propaganda, misinformation, disinformation. But I think you'll agree with me that time is the, the biggest teller. Truth invariably bubbles up to the top. I'm not going to say truth in this case. I'm going to say evidence contrary to the mainstream narrative has come to light. Allow me to show you someone you might recognize. Here's an interview with Mariana. You'll no doubt recognize her. This interview is now circulating, uh, allegedly leaked from Ukraine. Uh, that's got this caption I'll read out to you. What I'll do is, this is a clip from the 6 minute 44 second interview. Obviously, I'm not going to make you sit down and listen to all of it, but you are very welcome to if you so choose. The link will be in the description for you to do so, as always. But I will read you this short caption that comes with it. On March 9th, the world media published horrifying footage from Mariupol where, according to the Ukrainian authorities, pregnant women and children were killed as a result of a Russian airstrike on a city hospital. The central theme of the report of the Ukrainian stringers of the Associated Press Agency from the scene was the figure of a young woman with a bloody face. The image was replicated around the world in thousands of publications designed to demonstrate the war crimes of the Russian army in Ukraine. However, very soon commentators drew attention to numerous inconsistencies in the report of the American news agency, which arose suspicion that the entire event was a staged production, the absence of amateur footage of the incident, erased metadata of photographs, the absence of medical personnel, women with newborn children, characteristic lime dust and smoke at the site of the explosion of the bomb. Finally, as it turned out, the main character of the photo shoot was the famous Mariupol Instagram model, Mariana Vishemirskaya. Today we are publishing a video interview with the heroine of the stage shooting. The young mother is now safe in the territory of the DPR. According to her, the Ukrainian military expelled patients from the best Mariupol maternity hospital, set up their headquarters there, and took food from the women in labor. There was no airstrike. Journalists in military uniform appeared at the scene immediately after the suspicious explosions and photographed the evacuated women despite their protests. Look and draw your own conclusions, it says, and you are very welcome to do so, and I'll include that for you. And poor old Mariana uh, wasn't just included there at Mariupol. Um, she later surfaced in another video. Here we are again. Quite a recognisable young lady. So, she seems to be the darling of the Ukrainian propaganda machine, uh, whereas the White House pays TikTokers, it seems the Ukrainians just stalk people. So, moving on into other amusing clown world stories, we have the banning of the letter Z. Whilst I present to you this kind of amusing Russia Today uh, infographic, let's say, that goes on to make some interesting points, I will read from you for you from the Global Times of China, in fact. Let's see what the Chinese have to say about this. The West's ban over the Z symbol embodies its Russophobia. Since the Ukraine crisis, culture, sports and arts related to Russia have all been impacted. For instance, Russian composer Tchaikovsky has been banned. So are Russian cats. This time the letter Z is targeted. The West's Russophobia tends to have reached a level of madness. This is the West bullying Russia in terms of culture. Under such sentiment, any rational and proper voice in the West can hardly be heard. The West hopes to establish a uni united front by inciting public opinion in such a way in a bid to isolate Russia. This is mainly because the West's power, status and international influence are waning and their anxiety toward Russia is increasing. 
against perceived threats or challenges, they are not powerful enough to deal with Russia alone and need more countries to stand on their side. Here we are. This is the, I'll put a link to this whole article. Obviously, it's Chinese, so it's going to have its own uh, own um, perspective, let's say. Let's look further into it. So, the Latvian parliament bans Russian military symbols Z and V. Public events at Soviet war memorials are also banned in the former Baltic Soviet state. Parliament of Latvia on Thursday banned public display of Russian military symbols formed by the letters Z and V. The parliament also outlawed public events at all Soviet war memorials. Under the measure, the holding of events within 200 metres, 656 feet, of any monument commemorating the Soviet army or its occupation of Latvia after World War II is prohibited. Anyone found guilty under the new law will be fined up to 350 euros, nearly $400, while organisations can be fined up to 2,900 euros. Link again in the description. Latvia. Hmm. Well, it turns out that Latvia has a bit of a shady history because just two weeks prior, Latvia held a march to honour its SS legion. Here in the Ottawa Citizen, we have Jewish groups condemn Latvian parade to honour Nazis and warn it could be used for Russian propaganda. Well, it seems that the Russians don't need to make propaganda because the West is making its own propaganda for them. Jewish groups are condemning a parade in Latvia to celebrate members of Adolf Hitler's SS, warning that the continued glorification of Nazis is not only wrong, but could also be used for Russian propaganda. Here we are, an image from World War II, purportedly showing Second World War Latvian SS members. But Latvian officials have doubled down on praise for the SS and argue that members of the Legion are heroes who fought the Russians had nothing to do with the Holocaust. In 2019, Latvian Defence Minister Artis Pabriks called the SS members the pride of the Latvian people and of the state. Pabriks also called out those who condemned the parade, adding, It is our duty to honour these Latvian patriots from the depths of our souls. That's strong words. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau recently concluded a visit to Latvia and announced a further extension of the mission. His office noted... Canada and Latvia's relationship is rooted in our shared values. This from the man who condemned the Canadian truckers as Nazis, let's remember. The Latvian SS Legion consisted of hardcore Nazi collaborators who had taken part in the Holocaust as well as conscripts. Among the Legion's officers was Viktors Arash, the anti-Semite who liked to refer to himself as Arash, the Latvian Jew killer. Arash once regaled guests at a dinner party in Riga with his views on the best method to kill Jewish babies, according to the book The Holocaust in Latvia. Arash told his dinner party participants he would throw the children into the air and then shoot them. That way he avoided ricochets that might happen if he murdered the babies on the ground. That was actually quite disgusting to read, I'm sorry. But that's from the Ottawa Citizen. I don't believe they have a reputation of repeating Kremlin propaganda. Well, actually, yeah, I feel a bit sick after reading that. Uh, there we are. Um, and once more, we see similar with Stepan Bandera in uh, the Ukraine. So uh, <laughs> make of that what you will. Uh, sorry to end on such a dark note. That's left a bad taste in my mouth. Point being, just reserve judgment. There are things coming to light and there are more sides to the story, as I've said before. Anyway, links in the uh, description as you see fit. I'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye.